7.36 and time to catch up with Barry Harley from Tamworth Regional Council. Looks after all things with the Country Music Festival. Barry, thank you so much for your time. How are you? Thanks for coming in. I'm very well and thank you for asking me to come in. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Not a drama at all. Of course, the 52nd uh, Toyota Tamworth Country Music Festival rolls into gear again from this Friday uh, through until the following Sunday. Uh, 52 years of uh, the festival... Uh, of course, one of the longest-running music events in, in Australia. Uh, give us a quick sort of synopsis on the history of it, I guess. Well, you fellows were actually in the box seat because Radio 2DM, your sister, your sister Signal, um, started the event in 73 after discovering that there was an industry available in country music in the late 60s, and they started to tour a few pro, a few artists and uh, get involved and they had a little radio program called Hoedown going to air on the on the Clear Channel which was picked up by a lot of people that otherwise weren't watching TV uh, yep. which was the new media of the day and then right the way through it built from 73 through the 70s uh, with the awards being held at the town hall then into a large circus tent for about three years and then a large factory for another two years and then a variety of venues from there on. But at the time that the the awards was developing, so too was the length of the festival and the elements within the festival. And so we've got this very unique um, festival now where it's not owned by a single entity. It's certainly not owned by council. Uh, it's it's in fact owned by the stakeholders. And, and one of the advantages of that business model is that the, the economy receives the injection direct to the uh, to the principal stakeholders you know so uh, there's not one promoter opening a gate and selling you a ticket and taking the money you know the whole city is involved there's stakeholders across the city right at this moment there's literally hundreds of people preparing for the start of the festival not just us I mean obviously we've got a big job to do as well and uh, and I think that's the uniqueness of the festival that's actually kept it so strong for those 52 years that it's uh, it's not one person person deciding it's it's a uh, the curation of the of the festival you know those who are performing here are determined by the venues yeah uh, and they identify what's best for their particular clients and um, and they actually put that entertainment on and so there's no wholesale changes every year because there's a traditional base as well yeah um, but there's nuances that actually that the venues are able to perform that actually might change slightly what uh, what music they're actually playing at their particular the venue, but it's um, uh, it's uh, as I said, I've used the word unique several times, but it is probably the most unique yeah. festival in the world. And take us through some of the numbers, sort of how many live shows, how many venues do we have over that sort of ten days? Well, look, it's extraordinary that we've got over eighteen hundred scheduled events so that are actually in the guide uh, in over eighty venues involving more than seven hundred artists plus another three, 350 buskers that yep. we actually also encourage, which now other festivals do. And so just in those numbers, you can see that that's not like no other festival. You know, like um, if you uh, go to sort of Splendour in the Grass, you might get 30 or 40 artists yep. that actually perform for you, and you some you like, some you don't like. Whereas in Tamworth, if you don't like what you're listening to in a venue, you know, maybe walk 50 metres and you'll be completely <laughs> different. You yeah. know, it's uh, it's an extraordinary array of, uh, of subjects genre and even non-country you know yes. like it's um it's a country music festival but you know kate sobrano's coming this year and you know screaming jets yes and, you know a variety of other daryl braithwaite you know so these other artists who find a place in uh, 
in a country music festival um, as well because good music is good music, you know, wherever it is. And, uh, and that's one of the success factors of 52 years. And take us through some of the numbers of who comes for the festival. Is it made up of locals, um, Queenslanders, Victorians? What's the makeup of it? Well, broadly, it's uh, roughly a third comes from the region and that region will go out as far as, say, Glen Innes or, you know, Moree or sort of out that sort of region, a bit of a circle around the city. Yep. A third from the rest of the state of New South South Wales, but more importantly, a third from out of New South Wales. And of that third outside of New South Wales, half of those are from Queensland. But I've just anecdotally, you know, I've been talking to some West Australians. I don't know whether yeah. there appears to be more <laughs> West Australians. And, uh, um, but, you know, sort of usually about 4% Western Australians or something like that. But it is truly a, a national event. It's not a, not a local event. It's a national event attracting people. And you see it, you know, in the caravans and the camper vans and, you know, and the people coming through. Already the buzz is in the city. You know, we don't formally kick off until Friday, but... Um, uh, you can feel it, you can see yeah. it, uh, you can see the, the unfamiliar faces around town. But as I said, literally hundreds and hundreds of stakeholders are currently preparing for that start. Not just us, yeah, sure, we're closing roads and building infrastructure and building stages and things like that. But every one of those 80 venues would be busy, you know, putting the final touches on what's going to be another great festival. And uh, how, how rough numbers from recent years uh, and, and expected numbers this year? So what's the average? I think, um, look, realistically, you know, there's always, uh, you know, the first weekend, then it sort of, um, uh, you know, levels off a bit on that Monday and Tuesday and then comes back again on that Wednesday and Thursday. So on average across the, across the 10 days, there's about 30,000. Uh, visitors expected on average uh, across that day and we did some uh, fairly sophisticated counting a couple uh, in April actually you know when we had the festival yes. in April and it identified that there was a average of 30,000 people with mobile phones came through the CBD rising to 34,000 on the Saturday so we'd expect those sorts of numbers to continue um, look we have our challenges with accommodation available accommodation and look you know, as much as camping can be fun sometimes you know you just mentioned that we're going to be 39 or 40 degrees or something next week which seems to be a tradition but um, uh, you know there, there are lots of people that would like to be in a little bit more luxury than uh, camping in those 40 degree heat so <laughs> we're always going to be capped a little bit by the the yes. uh, lack of um, accommodation or the or the availability but um, but that's a nice that's a nice number and and I've got to be honest, we haven't been uh, big about numbers. It's the quality yes. of the event. You know, we've been nuancing the event so that the experience and the atmosphere has been, a, you know, a greater feeling and that we can actually attract uh, a wider demographic with families. And, and safety is an important issue that we're trying to inject. And, you know, and the venues are very responsible with that. Yes. And we haven't had any antisocial behaviour for many, many, many years. And so all in all, it's a great, wholesome um, an event that appeals to eight-year-olds to 80 year olds yeah exactly and and the parades back this year as well which is fantastic it's called a, sort of a bit of a uh, a refit on the old cavalcade that i know people love so that's coming up next saturday the 27th yeah and look we, we brought back the cavalcade uh, well it's not called call a cavalcade it's called a parade because some of the modifications we've done to the parade to yep. overcome some of the issues uh that we encountered in the in the last few years of the cavalcade in terms of you know just things like hostile vehicle mitigation and the and the um and and the 
possibilities of you know large crowds gathering and, and the risk yeah. and, and safety and all these sort of issues that we don't need to go into detail with were causing us some bit of grief but by modifying the route making it a little shorter um, but also making it more engaging in as much as that we're trying to encourage uh, the participants to walk and that way they can you know sort of meander with the crowd you know get the selfie and all mm. those sorts of things and and we and, and we're excited about the prospect so far this year but we know it will develop it's it's like it's like launching a new thing it mm. won't be huge the first year mm. um, but we're expecting it to be great you know in terms of the community that wants to be involved in it as well and the uh, and um, and and many of the artists that are already engaged but there are some artists going what I'm not going to walk you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, if you build it they will come yeah, that's if the they thing build it, they yeah. will come. and so we think that uh, year one will be great to see the return of it yeah and then year two then when people see what we're actually aiming for and the the style of informality that we yeah. want to actually bring back and make that a an opportunity for the fans to get up close and personal to the artist but also give the artist an opportunity to get up close and personal with their fans and finally um the the other big urban legend and and misconception with the festival that i want to clear up and i do this every time that you come in <laughs> There's no fees for the buskers, is there? Absolutely not. Never has been. Good. Never will be. And I'm not sure why the story actually raises its ugly head every year. But what we do <laughs> and is, is we ask them to register. And the only reason we ask them to register is so, one, they're part of the competition of the busker of the year. Yes. But two, so we can insure them because yep. the majority of these buskers don't have public liability. And so we go to extraordinary lengths to get an insurance policy that covers all those buskers just in case. Unlikely as it is that yeah. anything would happen. And so we ask them to register. That way we can actually list them down as being an insured individual. But more importantly, so that they can be counted by the judges hmm. um, and be in line for, you know, if there's cash prizes, yeah. there's instruments, there's, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for a busker to be um, uh, to be noticed and, yeah. uh, and, and rewarded. And, you know, we've got lots of success success stories of buskers who have gone on to do bigger and better things because they've actually been part of that but absolutely not no fee never has been never will be <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the grab for the news for the next 10 days <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hey Barry thank you so much all the best with the uh, festival I know how busy you are and will be over the next couple of days but thanks so much for uh, taking a bit of time out to come in and have a chat with us and all the best thank you very much and uh, it'd be great to see as many of the locals as we possibly can down the street you know you don't have to be a country music fan yeah. it's a great atmosphere just be part of it it's very important for Tamworth and something like 50 million dollars injected in the economy yeah. can't can't be missed that you know? no that's it exactly <laughs> thank you so much Thanks, Barry man. cheers 747 that is cake short skirt long jacket a quarter past seven here at 92.9 morning Lena good morning JB Thank you for doing that. That was good. <laughs> How's your knowledge of country music? Like, not even there at all. <laughs> all right, we'll see how we go. Okay. Higher or lower game? Country music knowledge. Now, to be fair, all of these questions are American. Well, that's not going to help me even one. No, I know, but like okay. for the listeners out there that might oh. go, that might, you know, ring in after nine o'clock wanting to speak to the boss and going, oh, there's no. Why didn't Jamie put bloody Australian stuff in there? Australian representation. It was actually too hard to come up with any questions 
around Australian artists that actually were like that had an element of difficulty to them. Right. They were a bit. Okay. It was a bit easy. Well, I appreciate so, that, JB. So, question number one: Which artist's album has had the most weeks at number one on the American charts? Morgan Wallen for Dangerous, the double album, or the classic? My mum bought this on CD in the late 90s. Shania Twain's Come On Over. Huge album. Features all the big Shania Twain songs. Man, I Feel Like a Woman. You're still the one. Can you repeat the start um, of that question again for me? Uh, wh- uh, yes. uh, which artist's album has had the most weeks uh, on uh, number one on the American charts? Morgan Wallen for Dangerous. Uh, or come on over, Shania Twain. Oh, look, I'm going to go Shania Twain. Yeah. Please tell me I'm right. Surprisingly not. What? No. Morgan I, Wallen, yeah, really? Morgan wow. Wallen. Yeah, okay. for Dangerous the Double Album. I know. I do Crazy. like some of his music, but I did not think he could overtake Shania Twain. No, I know it's nuts. Like, I know you like some of Morgan Wallen's music, but I mean, I know you love Shania Twain's know, tracks as well. When I we do. put on Man, I Feel Like a Woman here in the office, all I hear out of the newsroom is you getting down to it. And that and that, that don't impress me much yes, as well. Yes, I love that one too. I know yeah. you would. At Fan Fest in Nashville, so that's like the Nashville Country Music Festival, Garth Brooks made a surprise appearance... He spent how long locked up in his booth signing autographs? <laughs> 23 hours and 10 minutes or 15 hours and 15 minutes? This was like the height of Garth Brooks' fame. So it was a 25th anniversary of Nashville Fan Fest and out of nowhere he just rocked up there like the height of his fame and people they'll frothing over him. 23 hours and 10 minutes. You're right. Well oh. done. 23 hours and 10 minutes. Wow. Crazy. Wow. With no break. What? Oh, my God. Now, the that was on the Nashville website for FanFest. I haven't been able to get any other verification aside from them okay. that it's real. Well, I let's say it's so, real because that's yeah. pretty impressive. Go, Garth Brooks. Woo. Which festival is older, Nashville or Tamworth? Oh. What do you reckon? What's older? Nashville? Tamworth? Ooh. I don't know. Nashville's the biggest. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Tamworth's, but that doesn't mean it's the oldest. Tamworth's second biggest. Mm. And longest running festival in Australia or musical event Look, we've got. Look, I'm just going to... Let's just have some, you know, local yeah. civic pride. I'm just yeah. going to go Tamworth. Like, Jeez, you're good. Oh, really? It's us. Yeah. yeah. I learned this this morning. We beat Nashville by three months. Ours was, oh, so it was so close. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. January 1972, and then Nashville was April 72. Like, wow. what's the synergy in that? Like, wow. I, I would have thought, to be honest with you, I thought Nashville was first. I, I thought that Nashville had it. Mm. I'm sure in the 70s, we weren't talking. There was no internet back then, mm. you know, to make a phone call over to Nashville to see what's going on. It would be a couple hundred bucks. I just thought it was coincidental yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, by literally a matter of months. Wow, wow. It must be like the Phenomenal. right time for it. Must like, yeah. like, yeah, this is the time to yeah. launch some country music. I did Ooh. know that there was a bit of, um, uh, for the 10th anniversary of Nashville and the 10th anniversary of our festival, they did a satellite link up between, between the two cities and our award ceremonies. That's cute. So, yeah. Aww. Two out of three. Wow. Well done. Wow, thank you. Well done. I actually done. knew every, everything in those questions too. I thought you were going blind, like, to you know, blindside me and give me some names I wouldn't know. No. Oh, look, I never do that. 
Last year, I would have in the higher or lower game, but I'm a changed man in 2024, Lena. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's wow. my New Year's resolution. Well, I'd like to think that so. I'm a little bit more knowledgeable and smarter in 24, so we'll see. 720.